uh, T Dimes, yeah, did, did it feel what? like Street Fighter? I like that's a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> that's a very loaded question. <laughs> Every Street so Fighter loaded. feels different. <laughs> like the newest, the next game's never Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I know people are gonna be like, "This is a Street Fighter." Street this Fighter. This is the real. Five, this is the Return of Footsies. Like, like Street Fighter's not been an honest game. Like, what are you, what are, you, what are we talking about here? Yeah, it's never been honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's never yeah. been honest. This is episode 26. As you guys know, this is Benny. I'm actually out of town visiting family today, so I will not be on the show live. But rest assured, you are in good hands. Running the show, as usual, is someone who brings joy to my world, my co-host, John. I hope, Justin, you had a Merry Christmas. Thanks, Benny. Uh, yeah, so Benny's not not on the show today. He's uh, traveling for the holidays, and I uh, we did have a good Christmas, and thank you very much, and I hope you and uh, you and your family were also doing well. Um, so as you mentioned, I'm flying solo and hosting duties today, but never fear, because today I'm joined by three of some of my closest friends, mentors, and partners in the Arizona fighting game community. Uh, today I'll be joined by uh, Savior AZ, aka Scott, renowned Alpha 2 and 3 player and Arizona figurehead. What's up, Scott? What's going on, John? How you doing? Man, I've just been having a lot of fun with this Street Fighter 6 beta and can't wait six months. Yeah, I'm excited to talk that <laughs> talk that one over with you today. We're also joined yeah. by Luke's Balls, aka Old Man River, aka Jeff, Street Fighter Two, Three, and and uh, CBS OG, and Family Man Extraordinaire. Yeah, How's what's up, guys? How's it going? Good. How are you, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. And finally, we're joined by T Dot, who is a fellow tournament organizer and co-founder of Spiral Series, who will have his own episode in the new year. What's up, T? What's up? What's up? DJ got announced, so it's the greatest game ever. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So, yeah, um, this is our Street Fighter Six beta panel. Uh, for those who tuned in last time, we had a there was a beta in October of 2022, and then Capcom announced a December 2022 beta this year and uh, this month, and we all participated in it uh, last week. So we've got a whole panel today and a bunch of different things to talk about. So why don't we go ahead and get right into it? Um, why don't we talk about general impressions first, just like a general thesis statement. Um, Saber, do you want to go first on how you, how you felt about the beta overall? Well, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, it seemed mostly the same. I mean, obviously there was like a little bit of changes, you know, like the, the vulnerability on the level ones and all that, but ultimately the game was still pretty much the same. I didn't really notice anything different performance wise. I think if anything, I guess it doesn't change your delay in the middle of the match anymore, which is good. I think that was like my one complaint with uh, the beta one. Um, but other than that, I mean, everything was still functional. I still can't stand uh, ranked and casual matches. I think it's it's an abomination. 
I, I don't I don't like how like every little thing you do it it just turns it off. Can you at least pause it? Because like I would I would go to like say like to the store like to look at like the clothing stuff, the accessories, right? And then I go back into the battle hub or whatever, I exit it and then not realize for like 10, 15 minutes that my rank shit was off. You know, and the other thing too is if I'm not paying attention to the screen, the sound when you get the rank, when you get the the request is so subtle, it blends in. And like half the time I don't even realize I get them. There needs to be like another sound or something to make it a little more obvious. Yeah. A big um, screen flash. Yeah, just something, right? Something. It's so so it's just like and like in the middle of all the other noise, all the ambiance and stuff. So I found myself like looking at my screen. It was like two, one. And I'm like, oh crap. And then the other problem I have with that as well is I'd be trying to get in there so quick because the time's running low. I'd like double tap start. And what it will do is it will go in and, and say if you want to go yes or no. But if you hit start, if you double tap it, like piano it, it'll bring up the menu and then kill it. And then you lose it. Like any other button press, it will, it will kill the ranked uh, queue. And I'm like, what the hell, man? I, I It was just, it's so poorly implemented. And, you know, we had the same problem. I think everyone has this problem since the beta one is that the the, the UX is just, it's just not good. It's yeah. not. Yeah. A, if if, if I have, reason, right, right. right. The, the options are just, I, I love all the options, but the experience is not great. They got to, I think they got to clean it up a little bit. And then the other problem, since we're <clears> playing on PC, is I don't understand what the low input the whatever the the what's the acronym we're using the low response time or whatever yeah option that they added yep. yeah I don't know what that does on PC like I know what it does on console it allows you to put the the monitors in it turns off the V ticket so you can run it in uh, your monitors in 120 uh, hertz which does do something but on a PC, Windows controls that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, on and the I, on the beta signup sheet, it, they did mention that that the high uh, the input latency reduction. Uh, it was for feature. consoles. But yeah, it, but it, and it said it had a little blurb on the paragraph saying like for PC for gamers, console. this can be accomplished by turning VSync off and um, right. setting something and and turning VSync off on your operating system as well. Right. So I wonder if they just like left it in there and they just yeah. did disable that option for PC. So, but it also made me wonder if like turning it on on PC if it caused any type of conflict. Yeah, you know? I mean, I I turned the. I turned it on at first just because I'm like, hey, this is, I yeah. want to reduce my input latency for sure. And I of actually course. noticed that my inputs were getting dropped a little bit. And I thought maybe my timing was off or something like that because now, now I'm reduced input, but it just like straight up buttons wouldn't come out. And it was kind of, so yeah. what, what, when I, when I heard it first, I was from a couple of people on Twitter, they were saying that they, I don't know. I, I don't want to get. Oh, no, I'm not going to get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't no. fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there, there was there was something saying that like there was a reason why there was some lag or whatever. But I, you know, I don't know. Maybe it was because of that option. Because after that first day or first couple hours, those same people never said anything about it again. So I don't know. A lot of weird speculation, but yeah. Other otherwise, I mean, yeah, it it's still beta played great. You know, um, it's just outside of 
you know, playing on the cabinets, the battle. Well, you know, okay, I'll, I'll take that back. I also don't like the rotation function when you're on the cabinet. It feels like, I don't know, maybe it's just me and maybe I'm doing something wrong, but like I'll go in there and then I'll cue myself up and then I'll go to spectate and then all of a sudden I'll go play my match and then I lose and I go out. It seems like it drops me out of the rotation or drops me out of spectating and I have to keep manually entering myself back in. I don't know if it was just me. Was that just me or was that like just bad? No, like anytime, um, anytime the queue changed, right? You were, we were yeah. automatically kicked yeah. out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause or, I was like, yeah. man, this is annoying. Or in the, uh, in that one instance where Scott and I were, were playing, we we're actually in the middle of our set. The, the only time that we actually got to play, we got booted off the machine because it said it was being used for a tournament. Oh yeah. That was, was so weird. Super distasteful. Yeah. And then we, we tried a couple of cabinets until he's like, Hey, come over here. Yeah, and then one of the cabinets were the cabinets were being reserved was, for a tournament. So for when you tournament. went to try and play on them, you you couldn't play on the cabinet. Yeah, it really? was so bizarre. Yeah. It was so bizarre. Oh, I had no idea that was a thing. So the yeah. tournament mode uses the nodes that are already. That's I guess. So yeah, it booted us right in the middle of a match, and it was like this: this uh, cabinet is being reserved for a tournament. And then I went to one cabinet, Yo. and it was like, you can't play on this one. And same thing. <laughs> with another you know, you know that reminds me of. <laughs> You know that reminds you of like you go you go to casuals and say, hey bro we got yeah. a money match here yeah. you get yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. next yeah <laughs> I had no God. idea that was a thing okay we didn't oh, either until it happened yeah, that was yeah. so weird. it's the only time it happened really I mean that, so that means like Battle Hub has state right where it, like mm -hmm. it has a it has a certain amount of of machines that are available machine like arcade cabinets that are available on on the on the instance that's running there that's really that was, interesting sounds a little too realistic if you ask me <laughs> yeah that's so weird you would that's think like of, tournaments would be like if like the i i, I didn't get like a chance a to participate in any tournaments but i imagine like are, are, are like the tournaments would be held on like separate servers or something i don't know yeah yeah it's it really really weird really weird but yeah other than those things it was a great beta very cool. Um, Jeff, how about you? How was how was your overall impressions or non-gameplay impressions for the for the uh, the weekend? Um, my the first thing that I noticed was that there were uh, a bunch of people that were playing way better than they were before. Um, so even even at like the lower platinum ranks, uh, there were people that were doing things that that previously the people in those ranks weren't doing. Um, so I think the the uh, quality of player uh, definitely upped its upped itself quite a bit. Um, one thing I noticed that was a little bit weird for me was uh, I wasn't able to get any five bar matches at all. Like the entire weekend, there were only four bars, whereas previously I was able to get five bars. And quite a few of my four bar connections were just hot buttered ass corn. Like they were just, <laughs> the, it was just dropping, it was lagging, it was, you know, it was almost really? like Wi-Fi connections. Yeah, even though they were four bar, quite a bit of them were like that. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't really sure if it, if it was just maybe the, the specific node that I was in or, or what have you. Um, but that was one thing that I noticed. And, and another oh. thing that I noticed was uh, I kept, it didn't matter what server I went to. I was just playing like the same six people over and over. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah so, so I learned I learned that that isn't I, I I guessed wrong. I thought for some reason maybe it was just because of the server I mean, but it didn't matter. It, mm -hmm. I guess 
it just made me wonder if like is literally no one playing ranked, which I highly doubt. I, yeah, I I don't think that I was the case that. at all. Yeah. But I will say though, I, the the common thing I saw on like social media and then even in the chat rooms inside the servers is like, how do you do ranked? Mm-hmm. So yep. maybe just a lot of people didn't know. Yeah, and uh, y- piggybacking off of of what we've previously discussed, and and Scott, what you brought up to the the interface just needs it needs an overhaul if you're if you're not using like a standard or what seems like a standard controller with where you're able to can you know control the cameras via thumbstick and and utilize all the buttons if you have like a modded stick or something like that it's pretty unwieldy to use a lot of those options even just doing you know having your your avatar run around and doing like uppercuts and stuff it's it's you have to hold down buttons and press other buttons Dude, it's and, like uh, play Zato one and guilty. Gear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really is, dude. It and really getting is. getting booted out of the menu for everything, or having the the any part of the menu just pause when you're doing one other thing is just not. It's not fun, like you said. Um, yeah. And then the the other big change that I noticed for me between this beta and the last beta was just. Uh, um, the the invincibility on the level one supers because i actually did get killed a couple of times by fireballs people <laughs> doing meaty fireball on my wake up and i would try to super and i'd, I'd get eaten um but uh, i i really don't understand that change maybe we can talk about it later but if you're yeah, if I'm you're gonna remove okay well we don't have to talk about it right now but sure um other than that, it was it was pretty similar to the last beta, except for way more juries and way more Lukes this time around. Yeah, Luke especially, dude. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. figured Luke out, I think yeah. this time. Yeah, uh-huh. or the good players did. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, fun. It fun. I had a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, and then T dot, what was your overall impression of the beta or non gameplay impressions? Yeah. Uh, so I barely got to play it. The for the first beta. So the second beta was kind of more like my first beta. Yeah. Uh, I I got a harp on the same thing that everyone else is. Like the UI is trash. Uh, <laughs> especially for a person like we we played fighting games before, we played Street Fighter before and stuff. And so we kind of know how to figure out how to get to ranked and how to get to whatever, whatever. But to a new person who just got into this beta, there's there's no way they're finding like half of these options. It's overwhelming. It's, it's, it's a lot. Do you know yeah. how many T dot did? I'm sure you probably saw this, but do you know how many like Luke's I saw with the the uh, standard control that I fought? Like as well, modern. Yeah, modern probably controls. Like, because it's, they it's probably they probably thought yeah, that they no one knows how to change it. They didn't know yeah. how to change probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird because that was not the big complaint in the first beta. They're like, how do I change it to classic controls? Right. And they're like, so there's probably a lot of people that dove into this that are new and they're just like, oh, it's a four button game now. And they just yeah. rolled with it. Like, yeah, this there's is a lot Fighter, of, I know. There's a lot of little things in the UI that are annoying. Like, if you go to switch a character, you also have to change the controls of that character. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, like, there'll yeah. be times where I'm like, oh, I want to try, I want to try Ryu. Let's see how he plays out. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I'm in modern. Uh, uh, get out of this game, get back, change it back to classic. Da, 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 da. Yep, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and that's, that's annoying. 
the kicker yeah. is, is like it's a one-time deal as well right where like you have to set set it once and then you, we won't ever have to worry about that again but because we have the experience of doing this in, across the betas we're gonna have to keep doing it over and over again every time and it it sure. just kind of stays fresh in our minds right yeah mm-hmm. unless they change the ui and hide it again next time you know <laughs> we'll have to figure it out again yeah yeah, but other than that, like I, I had a blast playing it. Like I really like the music. I think uh I actually got to play a little bit of like the extra battles and stuff like that. Oh, stream. Were, yeah, those fun battles. Those are pretty fun. Oh yeah, we gotta talk about those. I got some comments on that. <laughs> and but yeah, I, I had a blast playing it. It was a lot of fun. Very cool. And I oh, so about oh, the the ranked I also had a complaint about the rank. It's I don't know if it was just like a lack of people or or what, but it just seemed like even when you were doing like placement matches, it would seem like really random. And I, I couldn't really figure it out like what like what they were trying to like see. Maybe there was like some numbers behind the scenes that I couldn't see. Cause like I won most of my matches, but then I ended up in silver with Guile, and then I did it again with Ryu. And I won most of my matches, and then I ended up in plat. And so, so when yeah. you when you started, did you what what uh, level did you pick? Like you have like the intermediate, advanced, or whatever. Uh, I, I think that, I, I think that last one. Whatever, like, like yeah, the highest. Whatever. Because I, I when I when I did mine, I picked the highest one, and then I won eight out of my ten, and I got to diamond three. Wow. Some so I, yeah I, I don't know. It definitely sure. has a bearing on on what skill level of opponent they match you with and how early on in the ladder it is for sure based on what you pick. Uh, because I noticed this time around the first time just their last beta I picked I picked beginner just to you know because I'm I'm scared of playing people in ranked you know <laughs> I'm, ba- I'm bad at the game what can I say I'm scared humble. of them. you're humble uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, it took me a lot longer to play someone who was really good. It was like match eight or something, I think, where I played someone that was really good. This time it was match two for me. I played a platinum player on my second match. So, oh, wow. and, and I picked an intermediate this time, I think, is is what I did. Like, placement match logic is always something that I, I know very, very little about. But just like from a common sense standpoint, it's like, okay, so you need to play somebody who's <clears throat> way better than you. And then you need to play somebody who's way worse than you. And then... And then the 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 scope gets Narrow narrowed. The spectrum. Yeah, yep. it gets narrowed as you go, right? But when you t- couple that with like the a closed beta test where everybody's on at different times and there's everybody's starting from the same exact spot, it, it may be like a self healing thing where eventually this these issues will go away. Like for as an example, as I started uh, I started playing on Thursday night, like after midnight when the beta first went live. And I ranked, I, I, I played 10 placement matches and it took forever. And I put, I picked the most advanced, uh, uh, option as well, but it was, you know, by the time I was placed and I played all those 10 matches, it was 2 AM on a Thursday night. And so like there weren't, I, I, the player pool had to be way smaller. Right. And then in addition to the player pool being way smaller, there had to be a, a player pool that was my skill level and to be less humble like it, it, i i'm probably at the higher end of the spectrum and so there may have been a, like a ton of people who were getting matches down at the lower levels that i just never got to see right you um, know what it is you know what it is it's like it's the whole uh g2 g1 ryu syndrome from street fighter 4 remember G2? that 
Oh yeah, there was like different vanilla leagues. So right? like yeah, yeah. So like you got to like G one, you're like super high end, but then you all of a sudden you couldn't fight anybody because there was no one there. Um, and that's probably what it was. That's probably one of the big reasons why you couldn't find people because I wanted to fight because I never fought anyone below platinum. I never yeah. fought anyone below platinum. And then even then the platinum was rare. And I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel. It's just it's 2022, dude. And, and just like fighting games just cannot get matchmaking down. Yeah, I definitely haven't been able to. I, I like I, I had a really poor matchmaking experience as well, where like I, I would leave it on for an extended period of time, and then I'd get bored because all I could really do was stand there and wait to get. Yeah, matched. you can't go into training. You can't, you can't go, do nothing. Yeah, you can't do anything. Right. You can't you do nothing. That's so yeah. bad. I, I guarantee I, that'll change by the time the game yeah. goes live, though, because the the previous Street Fighter game. That, yeah, so. that's such a step backwards. It doesn't make sense. But I remember that one day. I think it was you, John. We were in. Uh, because I was complaining about that, and then we were both searching, and we we're literally standing right next to each other, and none of us are getting, neither of us are getting a match, and we we're yeah. literally standing right next to each other in a battle. We we're both waiting, but it wouldn't even pair us. There's but, like, but I, I would get paired with Jeff a lot. Ironically. Yeah, we got matched like four or five times that one night. In a, yeah, dude, we yeah. just like, but you were like one of like four or five people that kept getting the yeah. whole weekend. Yeah, same thing that whole really night. Strange. It was it was like Scott and five other people, the same really the weird. same five or six people just for like three or four hours. Okay, it's goofy, yeah. really strange. Yeah, twenty twenty two man or twenty twenty three we're going into and it's just amazing that some of these issues still persist. Street Fighter Five kind of had some of those matchmaking idiosyncrasies where like you had a like a pool of players that you could play with based on your connection i know this because like when i was i lived i used to live in north scottsdale and i would you know i there were probably a stable of like 10 to 15 people that i would run into on ranked every night and then i moved to central phoenix and you know my isp didn't change but you know the 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 node that i'm on did and so my connection quality with everybody changed a little bit and i got a completely different set of players that I got matched with regularly. And it's almost like there's like biomes or something. Biome is not the mm. right word to put it, but like there's groupings of players and it's almost like, like maybe, a zone. You're in a yeah. different zone. It, and maybe that zone's based on connection quality, but that I, I don't even really know where they would store that. Do they store it client, ser, uh, store it client side or server side, probably server side. But if so, then there's like, you know, millions of people connecting to this thing. So how are they going to have, I don't know. There's, I don't know how matchmaking works, basically, and it, but we all know that the, the experience was kind of poor. I, I like to entertain the idea that maybe it's because it was a closed beta and there, the player pool just wasn't there, in addition to having the right amount of skill matching and me not, you know, like, playing Scott ten times in a row and then, and then boosting off of him, you know? Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like, you know, we, we've had all these games, and we've had examples of games that do it really well but they're so far few in between. And it's just kind of ironic that they're all American games. KI right. probably does it the best. That game gets you in the matches so damn fast. You're not waiting ever, even with its smaller player pool. Right. And then uh, MK11 was pretty good from what I remember in the first year. Uh, you just found matches all the time. Mm-hmm. It just, you're not waiting long. And I, I just, I don't know, man. It it doesn't make sense that I'm waiting 10 minutes. It certainly, certainly wasn't for lack of players. 
it or, couldn't or, have been. It couldn't have been. You saw, you see the numbers right in front of your face. Yeah. When all these servers have like, you know, full, especially full, in America, full, 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 there was like know? 30. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Fair enough. They got to they figure something out. Yeah, they got six months. Um, <laughs> some other things that I found interesting that were, you know, non-gameplay related. Like I, I did play the dress up game this time. That was kind of fun. Um, like oh, yeah. I, Devil I, John's. Yeah, I, I had a I got devil wings for winning a tournament in the tournament mode, which is funny because it probably kicked you guys off those stations to play my like a tournament. <laughs> no, that was before. You got yours before oh, okay. that, but yeah. And so yeah, for those who aren't clued in on that, like there is a there's a tournament mode inside of the Street Fighter Six where they just run at a set interval of time and you sign up for them. And then the downside is that same uh, thing we were talking about with ranked, where to be ready for the tournament mode, you don't you can't do anything. <laughs> you just have to sit there and it prevents mm-hmm. you from sitting down and getting into training mode saying, Hey, you're waiting for a tournament match. No go. Uh, uh, so I just sat there and it sounded, it, that's honestly pretty similar to the in-person tournament experience too. So I found that kind again, of funny. <laughs> too realistic, man. Yeah. Too realistic again, dude. Uh, I didn't and, get uh, a chance to try tournament mode, unfortunately. It, uh, the the reward for winning it was uh the um was you got you got a cosmetic i got devil wings um and then it the tournament mode itself like it does a good job displaying the ui for the bracket it uh it runs the it runs the tournament in in waves as opposed to like running people to completion like if there's like there was a point where like the bracket had advanced enough where me and another guy were could have played but it, it held us back because not everybody else had reached that phase of the tournament yet. Um, so I found that kind of awkward and annoying, but I, I understand why, like you, you're basically spreading out the wait time as opposed to, right, right. Uh, but you're also, that means the people that are entered in the tournament or who are going to lose quickly, they also have to sit and wait for a lot longer than the average like in-person experience. Sure. Mm-hmm. So let me ask, let me ask, since I didn't get a chance to try it, are you able, were we able to make our own tournaments or are these all just predetermined? Uh, that was predetermined. You had to go to up, go up to a desk, and then there was like different slots. They, they were right, capped at thirty-two. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. So the so I wonder because I remember when you go and select like your servers, there was like a grayed out tournament option. Oh, really? I didn't even like see that. that. Yeah, there was. I think there was right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering because mm-hmm. because my my thing is you know, and I'm sure you guys remember me talking about this a lot. That I've always wished these games had it is that. You can make your own tournament bracket. We're like, hey, I want to make a tournament for, you know, May 2nd, cap 128 players, right? And then I'm going to make a Swiss format and best three out of five the whole way or whatever. I could make all these custom rules and then I could seed it if I want to. Um, You know, I could go in and just like, you know, put my own little personal biases in, in the bracket if I want Whatever, whatever. As a, as a TO, that's the type of stuff I want to see. Like, so that way, like these guys that run all these online tournaments, it's all done for them in software. Yeah, that would be nice. It'd be nice, I right? Mean, and then, and then, at, yeah. and then everybody else that's not participating, they can look at the bracket, they can view the bracket, and then like, oh, this match is playing like right now. Hit the button, stream, uh, spectate. So you have like a hundred people in the game, like spectating, kind of like how you see. Like I was seeing like a lot of big streamers, right? Like Max and all that. Like if you looked, or even Li Joe, like if you looked at it, man, dude, there was like their 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 battle hub 
was like about to crash it seemed like because there was like 50 one cab but i thought that was cool as hell and i would like imagine doing that for like a uh just for a tournament mode where you could just view brackets and just be like stream or spectate you know yeah. imagine if it was like that in the arcades with 50 <laughs> people crowded around one cabinet watching these two people play where did yeah, they ever sure. get that idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I i don't know that's just always been my vision of a tournament mode it's just like just have the software do it for you well no, no I, I agree and, or anything like that <clears throat> yeah and thinking about potentially where the tournament scene is going this next year with yeah you know yeah. With a lot of people opting to uh, go the PC route and going online and, and big talk of online tournaments being more prevalent than in-person tournaments. Yep. It makes sense. It makes well, a lot of sense. Yeah. Patch it in if it's not there, you know, yeah. integrate yeah. it. I think, I think that's huge. I thought that was supposed because that's, that's why I felt Street Fighter Five should have been. Because hmm. that's where I thought we were going. And, and right now, and now, now it seems like the online experience is better than the offline experience because now you got to deal with all these different platforms that aren't as good in person where it's like, well, why do I want to spend thousands of dollars to travel to a tournament now that is suboptimal to my online play at home now? Mm -hmm. So now I feel like we're going to start, we're seeing this paradigm shift. I think like we see like KIT is no longer, they did their last one. And I think you're going to start seeing that more often. We're now you're only going to have a couple of the big players left, and more people are going to be shifting to just big online events, using Matcherino and whatever. And I feel like it just having this stuff integrated into the software would be huge. Yeah, be I, huge. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, like, because what we're basically asking for is start the start GG experience, but in the game, right? And it yeah, and it lends itself it lends itself to the esports shift in everything if you know, that's what people are wanting so you know this is what we need to be doing my dream would honestly be to because like what if they built all the features that 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 you you named there scott like i yeah. that i would be over the moon but i would also be like well don't put the ui team that built the actual street fighter 6 ui in front of oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. so i think my 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 like ideal would be have this thing integrate with start gg and then let that let the TOs that are currently sure, using sure, that automatically absolutely. like can still manage it from their PC because that's probably going to be easier than using a controller. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I one hundred percent, yeah, have mm -hmm. like an external way to access this mode, yep. like from your PC or from or your your phone or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I would love it to be all just like just work together, be ubiquitous, and yeah, yeah, that I think that would be amazing. I had the opportunity to play in some um, uh, not. Street, not official Street Fighter Six tournaments, but the the ones that are on Star GG that are put on by the fighting game community, and mm -hmm. that experience was actually I thought it was going to be a shit show because everybody had to organize where in the battle hub they were and stuff, as opposed to having a lounge that you could invite someone to with a text box and stuff. But it actually turned out really well, and it got and then it it got really cool because then anybody could take like walk up and look at the matches as they were going yeah. and so as yeah yeah as yeah. jeff mentioned it earlier it is it's, it's that arcade feel of like everybody 50 people crowding around a single setup I think it's cool happened. as hell man yeah I think it's, it's awesome i like that and yeah you walk by a, you walk by an area and you see a bunch of people crowded around you're like oh what's you, going you on you immediately man? go over there and you're like hey like, what's, what's going, going on, on? Yeah. yeah what's up dude yeah. and one of, one yeah, of the traditions awesome. that that i have and i think t dot has this as well is when we go to evo every year like we always go and try to cheer on people in arizona and hop from pool to pool um mm -hmm. and doing like we basically got to do exactly that 
with During your avatars. The actual, yeah, with our avatars yeah. instead. That was yeah. a lot of fun just traveling, like following you through the bracket and just like watching all your matches. Yeah. And getting to see them live. And it, like while it can be some annoying, like the little inputs, it is still a cool idea that they have like the inputs that you can see the inputs while spectating and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think what? there's a there's a couple Although, minor tweaks I would do there where like maybe have the input sh- turn like have it so that way you can set your your uh, your spectator uh, settings by default and be like, I only want to show the inputs, or I only want to show the damage values, or I only want to show the frame data values, which the frame data values are fucking tight, and I think we talked about that last time. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And also, you know, looking at the other side of that coin, too, is you get to see players' tendencies. If you're in a tournament with them, and if they're on the machine, and you have inputs turned on, and you knock someone knocks them down, and you get to watch what they're doing on Wake Up, you're spying. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're getting more oh. information. Mm-hmm. It's the same as when you're at arcade. Like, oh, you hear, oh I'm playing this guy next. Yeah. I'm playing this guy next. Oh, he likes to tech a lot on wake up. Cool. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, for sure, man. That I, uh, awesome. I, yeah, I found myself pulling up stream, the stream matches for the tournament and being like, oh, I don't even have to do this. I can just literally go to the cabinet they're on and now I have to listen to the commentators and I can just keep watching it on my, on my own gameplay, uh, my own, uh, game instance. So, mm-hmm. and even then, even then you got the in-game chat where they could be like, so-and-so versus so-and-so. Cause yeah. everyone's migrating to like a random, like South American server or whatever. I know. To, it's to play privately. That. Yeah. 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 So like you could actually all just chat in game. Like, you know, like when we do like five game tournaments, you, you kind of have to pay attention to the stream. Mm-hmm. Yep. And at least this way, you don't really have to do that because you can just type in that chat. Yeah, it's I'm nice. not going to lie. Like when, nice. I, when they unveiled the Battle Hub, I saw it and I'm like, this is just going to be another shitty version of the Strive lobbies. Yeah, and no one's going to use this after day two. Right, right, right. So a lot of people want to compare. It's like, oh, this is nothing different than what Strive is doing. I was like, no, it's like this is way better than what Strive is doing because in Strive, I can't huddle around a match. We're That's like, true. oh, there's a bunch of avatars right here. Let's see what they're doing. I can't do stuff like that. It's definitely not the same. I mean, there's it's there's there's parallels, but like the battle hub here is like ten times uh, yes. more dynamic. It's way better than Strive, mm-hmm. way better. I agree. Because yeah, like like yeah, the the Strive one's just like budget as hell. Yeah, that's very no, low I, budget. I, We're like this one. They spent some money on this. <laughs> I really think they definitely. Um, why don't we go ahead and move to the uh, the gameplay portion of it because we got a lot to get through today. Uh, so, sure. gameplay impressions. Uh, T dot, do you want to go first this time? Talk about your general impressions of the gameplay. Actually, as somebody who just who, like played the beta for the first time, what was your experience like? Um, let, let me find some specifics. So, like, first off, the top of my head, I'm like, oh, I love this. Uh, I I actually like all the different ways that you can use the drive meter i was worried at first at like the cost of certain things but it seems pretty balanced there was still some things that i would maybe tweak but like everything seems well thought out every everything has like a use like at, at first i thought like well why impact when you have parry and then I started to realize, like, oh, this recovery is, this is something. Like, you like you can't just go and bury everything. <laughs> like, there's mad recovery on this. 
And then uh, also like the the I didn't use it that much because I I didn't know like how to optimize it. But the drive rush, the few times that I did do it, like having that like what was it? It's like a plus four on your next move. Yep. Mm-hmm. You get like, you get four extra frames on everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Like that's actually pretty good. And like I can see people like coming up with some like crazy block strings, like especially if you have somebody burnt out in the corner and just like chipping away with something like that, like with a combination. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jab friendly roundhouse leg. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, Dial, Dial, Dial's on the next level because he could do because the sock booms are so crazy. He could do yeah, especially- he could do the parry rushes. He could do parry rush pressure, so he's using one stock every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then also he can do the um, his level two, and then like with the mini booms, and like I was seeing some combos with Gal with the drive rush and the mini booms, oh, yeah. and it was just doing like yeah, just all your life gone. Yeah, the the new biggest combo with him uh, does ninety eight percent damage. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, it's crazy. Yeah. I guess, but, uh, uh, T yeah, did did it feel like, like Street Fighter? I like that's a, that's a loaded question. That's a very loaded question. <laughs> Every street so fighter loaded. feels different. <laughs> like the newest, the next game's never Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I know people are gonna be like, "This is a Street Fighter." Street. This fighter, is the real. Five, this is the return four, of footsies. Three, like, like, like Street Fighter's not been an honest game. Like what? Are you, what? Are you, what are we talking about here? Yeah, it's never been honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's never yeah. been honest. <laughs> and we were talking about talking. fireballs earlier, like with with uh, Guile in particular. But how do you feel about fireballs as a whole, T dot? Uh, I was worried at first with uh, as many uh, defensive options, but I think they're still going to be good. Uh, I, especially during burnout, I think people, if you have space and you're burnt out, it's less of a problem if you have a yeah. fireball. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to if you have to go, if you're a character that has to go in and you're burnt out. Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. I feel like characters like Ryu and Guile, if they're burnt out, it doesn't even really matter. Yeah. Because they can <laughs> still true. control the space. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not getting rushed down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're still, like, if they get in on you, you're still at a negative, but, like, you, you, you like, you're not, like, totally screwed, you know? Yeah. Uh, I do think it's pretty interesting how they're doing Dizzy now that like you have to be burnt out and then knocked up against the wall and then you get that but then like after your Dizzy combo you get all your drive back yeah and so oh, like yeah. yeah it's a lot of like interesting things that like I would never thought of but like I really like uh that you start off with full gauge so, like, at the beginning of a round, everybody can just start off, like, using meter if they want to. Like, I think that's going to lead to more, uh, I guess, like, for viewers, like, exciting matches. Just because, like, we have more meter and so we're going to have more access to more resources and just be able to do yeah. a lot of riskier, crazier stuff. Just because we know that, well, at the end of the round, we're going to have all that meter back. Yeah, like, so you're allowed have, to use you're allowed to use your ex moves now to finish out rounds and not have to worry about like conserving it. Conserving meter, like yeah. yeah, you still have like super like you, mm-hmm. if you want to spin or conserve and stuff like that mm-hmm. for that particular mind game. But 
for like overdrives, I guess what they're calling EXs now. And like, is is anybody going to call them overdrives? Or EX is fine by me. Like, I've like, like, I, I just been calling them EXs, and then someone said overdrive one day. I was like, wait, what's whatever. that? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. They know what you mean. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like this drive system. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Jeff, how about you? Uh, general gameplay impressions or first, like, service level game gameplay impressions? Can't talk. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have too many differences from the last time that I played, other than I, uh, I definitely noticed more efficient use of Drive Rush. Um, so the, the biggest gameplay elements that I saw that were being used more this time were, um, with punishing, um, doing like max damage punishes, uh, especially with, with punish counters and better use of, of the drive rush meter to make normals positive and neutral. So John, you and I have had a lot of conversations around, um, you know, what, what's the best use of meter and, and what you should be doing in neutral to, to, you know, kind of gain the upper hand and stuff. And I saw a big momentum shift where people were doing more of that this time. They were, they were using the drive rush as just a way to play the game and, and poke around and confirm as opposed to trying to use it for huge combos with three or four fiercest in them, or, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to crouch strong you twice and then I'm going to drive rush and then crouch strong you two more times and then drive rush again, you know, it's stuff like that. A lot of that stuff wasn't prevalent this time. Um, but, uh, I think that uh, that shows, uh, a, a general mindset shift toward the, where I feel the game was actually intended to go as opposed to people just kind of, you know, dicking around with it in the beginning and trying to be flashy. So instead of flashiness, there's more efficiency now. Um, so it, it feels to me like people, people kind of figured out what the developers intended with using that meter and looking at the frames and, and how you're supposed to set up your, your mid screen gameplay to take the most advantage of, of being on the positive side of the frame coin. Sense. Yeah, I I remember I was listening to our our last <clears throat> panel and and one of the um one of the main points that you brought up Jeff is that the idea was to get them to the corner at any point in time at any 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 time that's possible because the corner is extremely powerful in this game. Uh mm -hmm. has that opinion changed at all? Um no, I don't think so. As as a matter of fact, um being on the receiving end of that uh, several times during beta, I actually was able to come back and win after being placed in the corner. But if you can put someone in the corner, that's great, but you have to know how to keep them there. And a lot of people didn't do that. They were, they were focused on getting you burned out and focused on, you know, doing a cool stun combo on you while you were stunned and a non-optimized stun combo. But with a character like Kimberly, when she puts you in the corner, she has like 15 different ways to make sure that you don't escape. And if you can get them into a position that just makes them uncomfortable to where they make mistakes, I think that's because they're in the corner. Like that's, that's a good way to play the game, okay. putting them in the corner and, and keeping them there. So does that, does that mesh well with the, the newfound, like, Hey, be more conservative mid screen and then use the meter in the corner or like, 
is it still worth burning the meter to get them to the corner with drive rush and whatnot? Yeah, I think so. I think I think uh, as long as you're in a consistent spot to where you aren't going to burn yourself out by putting them in the corner, I think that's the way to go. So, you know, I mean, at least for me, um, I, I I wasn't necessarily concerned with like doing a lot of damage or or necessarily, um, you know, like doing super mid-screen optimal. I was looking at putting them in the corner first and foremost, <laughs> and then using my meter to keep them there. And luckily with Kimberly, that that uh, that drive rush juggle in the Debushin chain the is Bushin a chain. really good corner carry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cheap too, right? Because you're you're just doing it's not bad. one bar. The, yeah, it's not bar. Bar. yeah, not bad at all, you, man. That's yeah, great. because you don't even you don't even have to do it off of ex elbow. You can do it off fierce elbow. So anything that you can confirm into fierce elbow, you can pop them up and do bush and chain, and then you know whatever juggle you want at the end to to push them to the corner. I get you. Yeah, but, but I mean that character is a little bit different, I think, than the other characters <laughs> in the way that they play. Um, with with a, a non cancelable crouch forward and and no fireball, so uh, you know my my strategy I think was a little bit different than watching other people who were beaten up on me with Jury and Luke and Rue. Like I, I, they didn't care so much about getting you to the corner. They wanted to do as much damage as possible with linking into drive rush into linking crouch into fears. knockdown. Yep. Yeah. I, I noticed that uh, like there was a trend there with a lot of different characters where like the game plan was use the drive meter not necessarily for positional advantage or anything else or even necessarily for damage but just to get a way to link into Crouch Fierce and then everybody every character had some like big thing off of Crouch Fierce like Jamie gets the rush punch stuff off of Fierce and mm -hmm. uh, Kimberly gets the the heavy elbow stuff Chun gets yeah. heavy legs like and all those seem to like lead to very um, advantageous issue. Ryu gets Hashogeki. Hashogeki mm -hmm. is enormous for damage as well and frame advantage and whatnot. Like yeah. I, f I feel like sometimes I felt like Drive Rush was the tool to, to, to get Crouch Fierce off. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Oh. Okay. yeah, and then I, I guess the the last comment that I had about gameplay elements was just um, you know, the change to the level one super. Yeah. So what what was your logic on? Why do you think they made that change? Um, I, you know, honestly, I, I couldn't even guess because you are more likely to die from a frame trap or a shimmy than you are from an OD fireball when you're burned out that you can't super through. Yeah. So if they're going to, I mean, why it's, it's basically just a, it's a tool for people to use more fireballs and you know, it, why would you make it it? not invincible to fireballs, but make it invincible to normals, which you're going to die more off of anyway. You aren't going to die of a fireball, usually. Maybe, like, yeah. block stringing into fireball returns to neutral, and so they thought it was more fair that way. They want you to block it out, I guess, but... Yeah, but if your fireball isn't even a true block string, you can just parry it anyway. Well, like, so crouch for fireball with Rue? Yeah. Well, yeah, so it's, weird it's just it's just a weird, it's a weird change. change. It's a weird change. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't get it. Maybe it's something simple, like hey, it's 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 only one bar, so we're not going to give you all the all the juice out of it, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, Scott, I think you're the last on the list here for game yeah. overall gameplay stuff. Um. Well, first of all, I still don't see. 
the point of drive reversal. I still think it's really bad. I know there's certain scenarios where you could use it, but it's so expensive. And the fact that it's so slow and so unsafe, I just, ah, man, I don't know. I don't know what it is about that move, man. I just, I don't think it's that great. I, yeah, I, I still could, yeah. I still could not. I was using it some, and I still couldn't figure out practical uh, times to use it where you're feeling the pressure, you know. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like they need to revisit that that move. I think everything else uh, with with drive is pretty solid, except for that. And I think it shows because, you know, beta two man, the level of play was a lot higher, and yet was the one thing you still never saw. You never saw drive uh, reversal. The and only I think time that says a lot. Yeah, and I, I agree. I mean, I didn't talk about that because I talked quite a bit about it in the first episode that we and just how I I didn't like that move. But yeah, you um, you would think you would think something would it would it would have surfaced by now. And well, the, nothing. Yeah, the, the only the only instance where i saw it being used by you know top players or whatever was when people were using drive rush to try and get plus plus frames they would just try and blow it up with the drive reversal but man it's so expensive to use man. i know it's that's, just, that's it's, a problem it, yeah i mean i'm all for i'm all for it you know being like a you know an expensive move because, I mean, come on, you know me. I play Alpha 3, where Alpha cars are insanely expensive, mm -hmm. right? Uh, it's like a it's like a last resort move, right? But I don't know. At least that had its use. And this one, I feel like if you're going to make it this expensive. Two bars. And all that. Uh, no, I, I mean, you don't want to make it too cheap to where you're going to experience it all the time. You don't want it to be like Alpha 2, where you're constantly getting hit by it. So Keep I, the speed. Keep the speed. And make it safe it at least. Bars. Yeah, or, make it, just, or make it it just make it safe. Just make it spit. Just yeah, or make it safe. Yeah, just make it safe. Just make it safe. You know, or something. I I don't know, man. It, it just that that's huge. I think that's like my biggest problem with that. Um, otherwise, pretty good. I feel like, uh, and John, we we talked about this even earlier today. Is that fireballs are definitely very powerful in right. six. I feel like it's very ironic that the two characters that don't have fireballs are, in my opinion, the weakest characters in the beta. <clears throat> which would be which would be Kimberly and Jamie. I just feel like Chunch, when she like throws out her, her jab fireball against me, and it's just like I have no choice but to back down because I can't do anything because you're just following right behind it. And it's like, well, what what do I do to negate that? And there's like not really much. And it's just causing me to walk back and walk back and wait for it to dissipate. And next thing you know, I'm in the corner and now I got to deal with crazy stand jab uh, frame traps, you know, and I'm not and saying that's bad or anything or whatever. I'm not saying it's a bad uh, gameplay mechanic or anything like that, but it wasn't, I feel like for, for characters like Jamie and probably Kimberly, I feel like that was probably a problem, probably mostly for Jamie because Jamie has no option dealing with that fireball. And like when it's Ken and Ryu, you can walk it down. You can walk forward and perfect parry right through it and keep going like you're like you're a freaking Terminator, which is pretty awesome. But like when you're playing against Chine or even Jury and Guile, it's like those fireballs are so slow traveling and the character the the opponent's walking right behind it, chasing it. You, you now have no choice but to sit there and you have nothing to stop it. 
And right, because if you try and parry, you're going to get punished, counter thrown for nasty, nasty. Yeah, it, it, it's it's hard. It's I, I find that to be the hardest thing to deal with in this game. Uh, and you know, maybe it could be like where my skill levels at. I'm sure maybe that has something to play with it. But like I, you know, yeah, okay, I'm getting older. I'm not playing as much as I used to. But I don't think I've ever had this much trouble with a character. Me, me, me playing, you know, Jamie, of course. I don't think I've ever had this much trouble. Huh. You know, and I, I feel it. Like, you know, even in five, I had my troubles, you know, with Laura, but, you know, I wasn't, but I was still doing really good with her, right? Even, even if she kind of had some of her issues in season one. But like this, I feel like, man, I just feel helpless half the time where, um, you know, just dealing with all the pressure. It's like, yeah, you know, everything's negative in this game. But it doesn't feel like it at the same time because the, you know, you don't have your traditional frame traps like you do in five, but you have, you have the chains now, the right. the light attack chains, and that is a really hard mechanic to deal with, especially when you have characters that have really long range jabs. So they can just jab, jab, delay, jab. You know, and it's like, and then it leads into a, a really confirmable situation, and then. I, I I play Jamie. And I'm like, man, I don't have any of this stuff. It's hard. It's hard, man. Like I, I get jealous when I play against you, John, and you're like jab, jab, stagger, jab, counter hit, strong, drive rush, <laughs> and in the corner, lost. Four. I'm like, oh man, I wish I had this, you know. And it, it and it's just like I feel like I'm constantly being bullied, and it's like, how do I get you off? And, and like, and, and like I feel like the only answer is half the time is like I got to spend meter to do exdp right and i don't like relying on that because that's such a risky bet and with jamie's you know? dp being pretty terrible. and jamie's bt D, D, bt dp is awful yeah dude even on your even when you do a startup on your neutral jump it will whiff and i'm like that's, that's pretty bad mm. um i so yeah i mean like i said i don't want to make it sound like a, I'm, I'm copping out because that's the character i use oh my character's bad you know i don't want to i don't want to be that dude or anything but i but i feel like there, there there's some issues there i feel like the non-fireball characters have some issues like i know like kimberly's also bad but at least she has something to make up for it by having insane mix-up potential right mm. and and i don't feel like jamie has any of that and to to end yeah. it off, I don't want, I don't want to go on too long, but uh, to go into that, I'm, I'm mainly just covering over the things that I feel like are kind of issues, um, and the other problem is probably the throw looping, because oh, okay. I don't like throw loops. Like I was okay with them in like third strike, and that was about it, because I felt I felt they did them pretty well in third strike, but you also had crouch tech and parry and all that stuff. But uh, I don't like them in this. Uh, Especially when you got throw, you got uh, uh, punish counters that do a lot of damage. Um, not, a, it's just man, they're really strong. Like everyone is so plus on these throws. Like Jamie alone, like you, you get a throw in the corner and dash forward, you're plus four. You know, right. Ken is really plus, Chun's plus, and then you got the throw ranges. And then, dude, I didn't realize it until this beta. Man, Luke's throw loop is really good. Oh, Holy it's just walk crap. forward, right? Oh, dude, it is nasty. It is nasty, dude. Um, and I just—I've never been a fan of throw loops like that. It's just—it's—it's it's just a frustrating aspect. And then the fact, and then with with these, and then you combine that with, you know, the jabbed 
frame traps. I mean, it was ultimately what I didn't like about five. Honestly, I, I, I like five. I think it's a great game. I'm not crapping on it in any way for people that think I am. But one of my, my, my thing I didn't like about five, I didn't like how frame trap heavy it was. It wasn't, it's just not my thing. Right. And I was like, Oh, cool. You know, you see the your frame data. It's like, everything's negative, but I feel like, oh, I don't know, man. Is it, it's just, everything's been moved to the jab now when it comes to frame trap pressure. Yeah. It's just it's just changed to that. Yeah. But Kimberly's then if you but really if you, good frame trap with Jeff. But 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 then I look at Jamie and I'm like, well, Jamie doesn't have this. I'm like, well, this kind of sucks. This is kind of a problem. And then the fact is that you know, half the time when I land my damage, I gotta find a way to get a drink in to at least get to one or two levels because that's super important. But now I have to give up. I mean, that's obviously the problem of that archetype. You know, Akan had that problem. Right. But I still feel like I don't know. I feel like the character is just needs one, one or two things, but I, I think he's a little lacking. But sure. I mean, overall, I still think it's a great game. I love. I, I having a lot of fun with it. But there, there's definitely some a little bit of frustrating uh, aspects to it. And I think it's mainly just the, the throw looping. Throw looping. I feel like driver reversal needs a, a second look. They need another pass at that, and then maybe not make jab pressure so kind of generic. I guess. Okay. Uh, but other I, I, than well, that, I mean, I still love it. I, I actually have that concern too with overall gameplay, where it feels like a lot of the characters kind of behave similarly. Where it's a lot of like it's footsies, which everybody wants. They everybody says they want footsies in a game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But yeah. the problem then is if everybody's playing footsies, then characters that are that that thrive on unique archetypes like Kimberly or Jamie, you know, they mm. if they have weak footsies and they just suck. Um, and, and so if the game plan is always going to be, you know, whiff punish into Oki and a drive rush overhead or low into throw, like, like every character is basically like dry. doing that. Yeah. It gets yeah. dry. Gets so yeah, I like, I like having differences. Like, like I feel like typically they did it right. Okay. She's got a weak neutral, but she has a killer rushdown, and mm-hmm. she has all these mixes, you know, with her, her little run teleports and all that stuff. She gave these high, low left, right mix ups, the bomb stuff. I mean, dude, she does really cool damage. She's got sick combos. So she she has she makes up for it in that department, right? But like I, I feel like I feel like with Jamie though, it's just like I don't feel like he's the greatest in neutral. He's okay, but uh the fact is that you know he has to give up so much just to start doing decent damage because yeah. he only starts out at 90%. He, he's already starting at 90% damage scale without a drink. So he's already starting out pretty weak. Um, and then the fact that you have to like think on the fly, the mental stack of all the route damage routes based off your drinks and whatever, he's so, he's so nuanced and, uh, which is cool. I, I like that about him. You know, he's got a lot of different things going for him, but it's just like, I'm looking at him like, where is his absolute strength? You know, what, what is he excelling in? And I don't think he excels in any particular area. He excelled so, in taking 80% of my life bar in two combos with a reset sure. handle. But, 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 and you know, John said the same thing, right? But, but can't you say the same thing with almost every other character? Mm, not really. I think so. I, I think, think so. 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 I think so. Why don't we put a pin in this one and get back? To, we'll we'll, we'll yeah. go to character individual sure. character balance later on in the show yeah. here, because uh, I definitely have sure. some opinions on that too. Uh, okay. One one last thing to talk to you about, Scott, is uh, I believe yeah. you were the one during the beta. You mentioned uh, feeling the low forward hit stop changes, uh, which were kind of not really talked very much about in the patch notes. But uh, do you want to? Did you do you remember feeling that at all, or or like do you, do you remember what that change I don't, was? 
So I don't, rem- I didn't really feel too much difference. It could okay. have been placebo, but I, I noticed, man, maybe, maybe it's just me and, and my, my old reactions. Um, <laughs> uh, but I felt like there was, there was a lot of times where, man, I know when someone DI through my low four, I know I hit those buttons before I got hit. I know for a fact I hit them and it just felt like the window was gone. Okay. It just, it felt a little bit different. I don't know. Yeah. To be, to be clear uh, in the patch notes, they mentioned that every low, low forward in the game had the amount of hit stop frames reduced, which is different than, you know, plus on block or minus on block or advantage on hit or whatever. But it's more about how much time uh, the, the uh, game freezes to give you time to confirm off that low forward, which they basically said no confirming off a of low forwards at all. And I think that in turn influences the cancel window on being able to deal with drive impact. Uh, um, and again, that's a, that's a very minute change that I think only impacts a, like a couple people. One, your character has to have a cancelable low forward. So that's already yeah. half the people on this call aren't affected by it. <laughs> and then, right, right, right. And the other part of it is like, were you ever actually using that to hit confirm in the first place? Because if so, get fucked. But I, I don't <laughs> think we were. Well, with um, the amount of plus frames that you get and you just doing it randomly and not pattern based. I mean, it yeah. doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I, I, I believe that it has turned into a spray and pray as far as the hit stop goes now. <laughs> right. Where it's like, I'm going to stick <laughs> out anyway. for it yeah, and then go for it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I, I kind of went around the room and talked to all y'all about your individual impressions about the, the overall gameplay. But uh, everybody talked a little bit about drive. Let's just blow the lid wide open on drive here. And if, if anybody wants to bring up something about a drive mechanic, feel free to just dump it here. I'll start by, by saying that, like... Uh, Drive Parry is my MVP of the of the beta, where I think that is actually now the most powerful mechanic in the game. Um, I think it it yeah. impacts impacts Oki and offense uh, so much compared to my background in Street Fighter V, where like going for a meaty was always the best option in Street Fighter V because the worst thing that could happen is they uppercut you and then you return to neutral and they burn two or they burn a bar. But in in this game, like getting perfect parried shifts that risk reward on a meaty so much that um a lot of times it's not actually a good idea to go for oki it might be better to use a drive rush to get plus frames while they're standing instead and that's because then you don't you're changing your timing and not getting perfect parried you know and even the regular parry the regular parry has an impact where it it will uh because everybody's got these cool high-low setups now. Like, everyone's got drive rush. Well, most people have drive rush into overhead and combo after that, or drive rush into low and combo after that. And we all look like badasses because we have a high-low game. But <laughs> Perry blows that up. And so, like, cross-ups and high-low are basically trivialized by Perry in this game. And that com- completely changes the risk-reward, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there, I, I did run into a lot of people that would drive rush into throw which right. completely removes that option off the table altogether because then you're eating punish counter damage. And that hurts. If, it hurts. Yeah. And if, if you try and parry and if they throw out something that's late and you still parry it, I mean, that's, that's great. But if your timing is just a little bit off and you eat that punish counter damage, it's like, Oh, I'm not going to try that again. That's true. You know? Yeah. I think, it's, oh. I think uh, yeah, I think parry is super interesting. I, I agree with you. I think also it's the new way, to be able to turn steel and stuff like that, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to be minus one when I throw this move out or minus two, 
So I, when I recover, I'm just going to hit parry because I know they want to hit a button to take their turn. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be a perfect parry almost every time, you know, depending on yep. how negative you are, right? Yep. And Or, you know, so there's, there's just stuff like that. And I, I know you use that pretty well in certain scenarios, John. Like, you know, like, I know my turn's over here. I know he wants to hit a button. This is where I'm going to parry. Yep. And this goes into what I was saying, you know, before the first beta, you know, and people that had early access and they were talking about, you know, oh, this perfect parry damage scaling is bad. This is so stupid. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I'm like, you don't want this mechanic to go out of control. And I feel like you're going to start seeing more perfect parries in the future. And if they let that that mechanic run amok and then people we're going to have a third strikes. I know some people are going to be like, ah, oh, fucking love third strike. You know, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, no one likes getting parried into 100 percent. Right. I'll just put it like that. Yeah. You know, especially if you just threw out a jab, right? You don't want to get you don't want to get parried into like big dick damage. I, I think the 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 risk reward on going for a media is, is already huge difference for me coming from Street Fighter Five, where I'm like I feel scared to go for a media. I can't imagine what would that be what that would be like, or it'd be no brainer honestly to never go for a media if there's a chance that I will eat a full unskilled unskilled damage combo. For going, mm-hmm. for having the gall to go for a meet. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Right? yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I th- I'm with you. I think, uh, I think Perry is, is a really awesome uh, feature. I think it's great. I think yeah. if, if people haven't switched to one button parries, it's probably a good idea to do that and retrain your brain to use one button parries. Because it's Last a lot week. easier. The same thing with with uh, drive impact, right? Using one button to do those, you you know, you're reducing the travel time and and the error margin for having to use those mechanics in the game. I disagree with that. Oh, I disagree yeah? with that. Okay, so I I agree with like all right, one button because you know that means you'll never mess it up, right? But the travel time means I got to go if I'm playing a traditional stick, I got to go to the seventh and eighth button. That that's a longer travel time. Well, do you not use your pinky for anything? Hell, no, I've never used my pinky okay. ever. Well, so there's yeah, your problem, that, Scott Bender. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, if anything, if anything, you know, I, I think that stuff. I think it benefits the pat. This is where the pat player wins. They come out big. Yeah. Or the hitbox player, right? Hit no, no, player no. Too, I yeah. think no, 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 no. I think the pat specifically for this, they come out big because. Most pad players, they put their fierces on the R buttons, right? So mm-hmm. now you have the L buttons for a parry and drive impact. It's right. Their fingers are yep. already on it at all times. I think they got the biggest advantage when it comes to that. And I, I can tell you, uh, there, I, I was able to see the difference between people who were using one button drive impact as opposed to two. I, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty clear, you know? Yeah, I... It, like uh, the hitbox advantage is isn't isn't as pronounced as on pad, but because the standard hitbox layout is uh, twenty five millimeter buttons or twenty four millimeter buttons instead of thirty millimeter buttons, yeah, that, that's fair. That's it's fair. It's like my, mm-hmm. my my hand actually. You're, I'm easily yeah. able to hit the drive impact or the parry sure. button with my pinky. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. You know, I didn't even think about the button size. Yeah, I didn't even think T- about that. Yeah, T dot, you switched to hitbox recently too, right? Uh, the, yeah. Like I'm still using stick for some some things because like I'm just used to using it, mm-hmm. but I'm learning how to work with. It's not a uh, an 
actual official hitbox, but it's a hitbox like controller. But oh, yeah, do been, it. <laughs> I'm already converting. It's better for my hands. Dark uh, that's that's fair, man. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. But yeah, I've been learning on that, and yeah, the buttons are closer. But at the same point, like I don't know. I've already been doing like focus and like V trigger V shift. And so like I already already hit those two buttons like on reaction for some things. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I'm still kind of used already used to using the two buttons. I I might still, you know, like go with everyone else and put it with a single button, but right now I'm still good with like doing like driver impacts on reaction. Oh, oh wow. I think okay. right- you know what, Jeff? To, to go with what we were talking about, I think what uh, what I could see myself possibly doing to 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 keep up with with the Joneses <laughs> is uh is you know add like uh uh for on the stick add a button to the bottom left below the uh, thumb button almost almost like a run button like a Mortal Kombat yeah, run a button. thumb button yep yeah a thumb button I could mm-hmm. see myself possibly doing that for like yeah. a di I could see that's myself cheating. Doing that. That's cheating. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You're a cheater, Scott. <laughs> nah, I think that's yeah. You have, but, it, but okay, but you know, to be fair, one, you know? but but to be fair, that would be because I mean, I already have that solution. I could just use the outside six to play the six right. game, and uh-huh. then yeah, and then know those buttons are are already there. Sure, you know, if I really wanted to, so I, I could do it. Without it's, it's something yeah. to consider. It's something to sure, consider because sure. you know having being able to do that now and being able to map two buttons to one and use that as, as a, uh, you know, like a, an oh shit button, um, or two buttons is, is an advantage. You know, we, yeah. we always talk about like advantages that controllers and hitboxes provide. Well, you know, it might help, it might help someone out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. You know, you know what I think, I, you know, to, to, harp, to jump back on this, uh, I think this will be another great thing that they could add to street fighter is I wish there was a way where you could change the command. Where like, what if uh, I want to make, uh, what if I want to make Perry two different buttons? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, like, what if I want, just for shits and giggles, what if I want throw to be like jab and strong or whatever and, and whatever, you know, maybe I could just customize it. Um, you know, or or have like, because I, I did this at Dragon Ball Fighters with the butt fig I had, where like one of, I can't remember, I think it was one of the butt presses was like was like cross. It was like it was like almost the equivalent of like light punch, like kick and medium punch, almost like a drill claw with Wolverine and, and, and Marvel. Right. You know, right. Jeff. You know where you're like mm-hmm. it's like yeah, so like a light kick, medium punch. So uh-huh. that way I could keep. So like, imagine if I could do that with like Di, and I could keep that 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 function within the first four buttons you know the the you know so i don't have to travel all the way to the right even for the fiercest i think that'd be cool if you could customize that stuff yeah that would be neat yeah um what how about how about more drive mechanics do you guys want to talk through any like so we mentioned reversal being underpowered earlier does anybody have any additional thoughts on on drive reversal i honestly like I forgot it was a thing until like halfway through the beta and then, <laughs> because I just didn't see it. And then when I started seeing it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. And then it seemed like I would only see it by accident. Like people weren't Sorry. like it was very rare that I was seeing it and people were doing it on purpose. 
Okay. Look yeah, at like I mean look at the bar or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're trying or walk forward and throw a sonic boom or something, accidentally graze roundhouse. Yeah. Uh, but I mean look at look at the look at the meter cost of using that versus you know how much damage you could land with with two one bar drive rush combos. Yeah. I mean it's a no brainer where you want to spend your meter, honestly. You know. I mean it could, because it, it's not it's not safe. If it was safe and if it would freeze the screen and blow the opponent across the screen where they were just away from you and resets neutral, that's a completely different story as opposed to what the mechanic is now, how much it costs and what you should be using your drive rush bar for or your drive meter bar for. Yeah, I feel like so to to advocate for drive reversal as it currently is, one of the things that I notice it's different than Street Fighter V's view reversals is that they're not throwable. So mm-hmm. there were a couple of times when I baited the drive reversal. I'm like, good, I'm going to punish this by throwing it, throwing them out of the startup. And I get, I'd get that effect that you're talking about where it, it, it'd blow me back. And then we would mm-hmm. do, we'd go back to, to neutral again. And so I, I wonder if that's going to play into its usefulness in the future as people like try to do more tick throws or as throws become more popular because of parry, like, like there's this, this whole like weird Trinity here where everything's turning into strike throw block and all the dressing with the overheads and whatnot get completely trivialized by parry. So therefore throws become more powerful. Therefore maybe DR is really good for that. I, I genuinely don't I have the same opinion where I'm like, I'm not sure what this is for. Maybe it's to blow up drive, drive rush on block. Uh, and get rid of those plus frames. But if that's the case, yeah. I have a hard time reacting to It's too to expensive rush. to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's too expensive to do that because yeah. you're spending how many? Three bars, right? Three bars versus yeah. their one. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. completely I, lopsided. Like I said, yeah, like I said, I think that's the only <clears throat> part of, of the drive mechanic that I think they need to revisit a little bit. Yeah. Do you think that uh, drive parry will be like, because we're, we're saying like drive parry is like good on wake up, like yep. against like meaties and stuff like that do yep. you think that would be like do you think that would be kind of countered by grapplers because we don't really have any gra- real grapplers in the game yet it's going to be interesting to see how grapplers are going to work in this system punish counter mm-hmm. spd damage sure. especially yeah. especially when you you're in this uh ecosystem where everyone's technically technically negative on everything that could that's going to be interesting to see how they handle it like how how much startup is on a grab, right? Yeah, five. Right, right. I'd say five frames. I, I wouldn't. So. I don't see it being unless it's a super or critical art. I would say five frames is probably what they're going to make it. If I had okay. to guess, that yeah, like basically leave it in parity with a normal throw, so that way mm-hmm. the people on defense don't have to guess two different two different timings. Right. J- and what's Jamie's hand grab, Scott? Uh, I think nine frames. Okay. Um, what what what's Geef's uh, SPD in uh, five? Uh, you know, I don't know off the top of my head. I, it's it's definitely more than three. Uh, let me check real quick. I imagine it's less than five, though. I know it's faster than a regular throw. Right? I remember when it came out. Every, no, it's five. It's straight up five. Oh. All, all oh. of his XPDs, including EX, are five. The only thing that is uh, lo- less than that is the uh, super, 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 and that's yeah. a one frame. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. Yeah, yeah it's and- going to be interesting. Maybe they'll go the other route and be like, yeah, these are really high, uh, very strong to use. But then the, the punishment is like, you know, because right now even normal throws have 30 frames of recovery. Um, and actually to, to loop back on the throw loop conversation that you brought up earlier, Scott, like throw loops are 
in my opinion, are, are countered by the fact that 30 frames of recovery, you could basically jump <laughs> and then and fuck them up for it. Well, that's how uh, it should have been. I hate it. That was one thing I hated in five. I hated when I, even, even in some aspects of third strike, I hated where like I got the read, I did the jump and yet they recovered before I could come down with an attack. And I'm like, well, this is kind of whack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The risk yeah. reward for throw loop in five was completely skewed in throw loop favor. But in this game, like throw loop, you can be punished really hard for going for the throw loop. It it's, mm -hmm. it punishes parries really hard, which again, I think is really strong and parries need to be punished hard. But then in return, if someone's throw looping you, you backdash and you fuck them up for it or you wake up jumping even and you get positional. Advantage. I mean, but it's still, it's still in my opinion in the throws, in the thrower's favor, you know, I mean, it's not, but it, I think that's a welcome addition. Right. Yeah, Cause they're, me. they're forcing you to make a decision on your wake up after the throw. Right. So not right. only, not only are you on the defensive already for getting knocked down, but now you're guessing on top of being defensive too. It's not like a neutral situation where, you know, they sweep you and then they dash and you, you know, you're like, Oh, I can jump out of their media or whatever, or jump out of their media temper or parry it because throw sure. loops, you know, I mean, I saw most of the throw loops in the corner. I don't know if you guys were seeing a mid screen or whatever, but in the corner where you have to keep guessing over and over and over and over after you get knocked down, it's just a shitty feeling. Yeah. So I, I, I know where you're coming from, Scott. I think, and I think, I think what it is with the, with the throw loops is because I think the walk speeds are pretty good in this game mm -hmm. and, and throws seem to have really good range this time around. Mm. yeah they've been really powerful yeah there were sometimes where people were trying to pressure me with like jab stagger pressure or whatever like trying to frame trap me and i would mash throw and it would grab him from like 10 feet away yeah oh, you're wow. like whoa it's, really it's so goofy that's <laughs> the goofiest thing because all of a sudden you're just getting sucked up like spd style it's really weird yeah which yeah. i'm okay with throw range and all that stuff but man it's it's like when you I don't know, man. You got the fast walk back rant speed, like China or something like that. John, it becomes, it's really tough to deal with. John's, it's, it's, a, it's really tough. Yeah, but John John has the right answer, though. I mean, you you know, you 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 backdash, and and the thing is, if they try and meet you, you're airborne, and that messes up their combo timing, yeah, and they just flip out of it. Or if they try and throw you, you recover fast enough to punish their throw attempt, and then you get you could get punished counter damage too. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the right thing to do in the corner when when you feel like you're gonna get throw like throw just throw loop to death just backdash on wake up, I mean it's it's a guess just like anything else is but it's, it's I think option. it's a better it's guess another option it's a better guess yeah so yeah. I agree with John there that's the right thing to do I, I I guess it's it's it comes down to like you know is should should someone get that that sheer advantage by like if they're in the court because mid screen this isn't a thing right mid screen it's you can back tech and so there's already inherently a 50 50 there uh so if someone's going for a throw loop then tough shit unless it's a punish counter but in the corner it's like hey they kind of my back is to the corner do i deserve this <laughs> that's also really how you like do, do you deserve it or not and, well, and i think it's perfectly fine to feel like you don't <laughs> and, to, and to be honest like i actually like i like throw shimmies and all that stuff i think it's cool so i think that's fun um, I just, I don't know, man. I feel it's a little, I don't know, it's just a little oppressive, a little oppressive. And to clarify yeah. one thing in the chat, we also have that same point, uh, in that, in when you backdash in this game, there are no airborne frames. And so like you, if they meet you, you do get completely, uh, you get grounded comboed. So 
Oh, okay. That's what, I was, I, that's what I, I was wondering. That's what yeah, I, was I like, could have I, sworn that I've that I've been hit before or or tried to meet someone and they just kind of flipped. Maybe they were jumping. They might wake up. They might be yeah. waking up jumping, which is a, yeah. you know a viable option against if you have a a really low uh, like a non floaty jump, then you can do that to beat a throw too. Yeah, so that's that's probably what I've seen then. <laughs> right. Right. And. Right. I again, I'm I'm of the of the opinion that meaties aren't aren't nearly as strong in this game as they were in five, and so I I welcome the idea of a, of something good happening if you meet. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's always been my default state is to go for meaties. So um, I I I I feel they're gonna you know because they did this in five, I'm sure they're gonna do it in six with the throws. I think they're gonna address that because I don't think I think the 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 majority of people are not fans of throw loops. That that's always the temperature I've always I've always seen in, in five even from like the the top players. No one seems to really like throw loops. I I guess from a, like a spectator standpoint too, it's not very flashy or exciting. Um, so I I, I could see people really like I don't know. It, it's a tough one though because to me it exists as a balancing mechanic to deal with parry, which I think parry is absolutely ridiculously strong. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, all this stuff we're saying could be totally different once uh, people really get like parries down and all that. I mean, it could totally yeah. shift the meta in that regard. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say, you know, we, we haven't played it very long. So while yeah, we're talking it's about, just the first impression. While we're talking about meta, too, is another thing that uh, earlier, uh, I think it was Jeff who mentioned the quality of play was significantly higher for the second beta. Um, one of those instances that people were way better at was punishing burnout. And so uh, I was curious, like, so from my, my perspective, at least the, the, the burnout uh, in beta one, if I burned out, that just meant, you know, I had to chill out for a little bit and then get my bar back. I actually, I've, it feels like a deck of cards almost, or like a, a hand in a card game where it's like, you know, I have six drive bars to work with my opponent has six drive bars to work with. I'm periodically spending those bars and then uh, eventually I get a, a new hand dealt to me. And so I would rather have 12 cards as opposed to holding six. So I would, I'd be okay burning out. But nowadays with the second beta, I was like, oh, okay, I burned out right away. I burned all my cards and I, I'm waiting for my mulligan and they're killing me for it. <laughs> like everybody has burnout strings. They have, they have things that push the corner. I found myself having somebody in the corner burning out and then they somehow took me all the way to the other side of the screen and still stunned me because my burnout was still, uh, uh, I hadn't recovered from burnout during that time. So I felt like because the player skill level got higher, uh, burnout became more dangerous, which then changed how I chose to uh, use my drive. And I didn't want to play high risk, high reward essentially and, and burn my meter immediately. You know, I don't know if that made any sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know, man. Bur burnout is pretty wild, man. Yeah. Like I said, I think burnout, it really, certain characters, though, I feel like they burn out. Yeah. It's like they could burn out like safely. And then, like Ryu or Guile, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, right, they, can deal, hide, they can hide, I, better can hide behind the out. fireball and play their game still. And then, boom, got my six bars back. There would be times where I would just burn myself out on purpose. And just be like, I, I, I don't think you ever want to do it on purpose. <laughs> I, 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 I was just feeling cocky. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Like I was, I, I had, uh, I was playing somebody, and I was like, 
All right, so I'm pushing him to the corner, and I I, I just want the damage, so yeah. I'm gonna ex flash kick it. Oh sure, into sure. the corner, and then I'm just like fireballing him, and then like he he's like kind of panicking, wanting to get out of the corner, so he's doing like bad jumps, and mm-hmm. he wants to get close, and then he oh yeah he's yeah, gonna yeah. try to like throw me backwards into the corner. Right. So they're, they're like, trying, I already know he's plan because like, right i'm burnt out and I, I know he wants me in that corner so he can they want to the press combo. they want to press before before you you get your bar back right which is going to force them to make like uh brash uh decision making and mm-hmm. and truthfully uh usually when you get put in a burnout state your opponent becomes more aggressive right yes, so they're, yeah, yes. they're gonna spend more of their meter to try and and keep you in the corner or to push you there and if they don't have the resources to to straight up kill you when they get you dizzy, there's a very good chance that they're going to be burned out when you get your meter back. And now right. it's going to be your turn and you're just going to steamroll them because they're completely hey. out of resources at that point. Right. Hey, Jeff, you know what that reminds me of? What's that? It, reminds me, it kind of reminds me of K-Groove and CBS too. Yeah. Yeah, just just to get let yourself get beat up on, let the state come naturally, and then... You know, hopefully you could survive. Yeah, because people, people that got K groove when they got in the rage, they, they they were more inclined to like if if you weren't seasoned enough, they'd be more inclined to like uh, mindlessly try to rush down and land that level three before mm-hmm. uh, time ran out. Okay, and so it almost it almost feels the same way. Like mm-hmm. you start making a lot of mistakes because you're you're trying to hurry up and use that meter. It's just it's just a, it's just an opposite, right? But it's still like the same the same concept. Basically, yeah, the, yeah, the concept of time impacting the flow of the match, basically. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Yeah, it caused you to make some silly mistakes. Yeah, and I, I think that's where people need to understand that it's, it, you know, it's probably going to happen organically to both people throughout the round as they play. The, the people that are, you know, throwing their meter out there and doing wild and crazy combos, look, I can do three fierces in one combo and, and you know, burning that bar right away may not be making the right decision or making the best decision. Um, but if they burn themselves out early in the match and then, you know, organically on the other side, the other person puts them in the corner and then they're using their meter to burn the other guy out. Now player number one has his meter back and they have full bar and now you're getting close to burnout. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a shifting scale of, of when you want to spend your resources and how flashy you want to be and how much damage you want to do. Um, just the last thing here before we move on to the character impressions, but I wanted to ask the group here, uh, do you guys feel this game as a comeback factor? Yeah. Jamie's a comeback factor yeah. in himself. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't agree with that at all, but okay. <laughs> well, let me, let me find the replay. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you're also talking about a character that managed to get to level four. Am I not right? Am I... Yeah. But it's, it's not hard to get to level four when you, when you have jab into low forward into wreck into drink every three seconds, because you can't walk <laughs> around it. Don't know about all that. It's oh. hard. It's hard. Especially when like you, with you using Kimberly and if I try to drink and you're, <coughs> you could just run slide immediately and, and blow me up. Sometimes, it. sometimes but, but, it depends but the on the setup. Is, but but I'm looking at it this way, man. Is is that a, a lot of times? I I know because I, I, okay, I get it that JB or Kimberly is a is a different because she doesn't have a fireball. But most characters, I cannot safely just throw that out 
I can't I can't drink safely or I have to give up a lot of damage to drink. And then by the time I get to level four, you're usually got less than 50 percent life left. And you can't and I know it makes up you're talking about. It's doing two hits of the Rekka because it puts them right next to you and then they just stop like Fei Long, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know exactly I know I know exactly what you're talking about. And it only works when you have the level four. But in most of his matchups, we'll just say not Kimberly. Maybe it's as strong as Kimberly, but against the other characters, by the time he gets to level four, usually they have 50% less or less health, and that becomes a non-factor anymore. I'm not saying it's not good. It can, it, yeah. it can still be good. But at that point, you got the other characters. They have access to these blow-ups all the time. You know what I'm saying? Or like, mm-hmm. like if you hit me at the startup, you get your combo, and then you do your drive rush juggle that takes you to the corner, and mm-hmm. then I could die from one mix or two. And you do that, you do that, and all of a sudden you get a, I try to react or something, you get a punch counter into level three, and I'm dead. You know, it, I feel like, I feel like everyone's got something like that, is what I'm saying. I guess yeah, yeah CA I, they might. I I didn't I didn't get hit by anyone's other than Jamie's though, and I was just like, well, calm down. Like, yeah. let me take a step back here and figure out just what the hell happened. You know, I, right. I never, I didn't get hit by that amount of damage by any character. And maybe that's because the people that I were playing were not that good with. Those well, well, and to but... be fair, and to be fair, like once he's at level four, he's doing 110 damage, percent damage. Sure. Oh, you know, so yeah. if Yeah. And if he's at CA, then yeah, yeah it's he's going to do. It's a lot because like yeah. I was messing around, uh, I was messing around during beta and like, just doing, yeah, just doing raw, like heavy windmill. Jump in, in the, in the C- crouch no, no, no. Into no, like oven. literally just doing raw windmill, heavy windmill in the in the CA. Yep. That's like 6,500. Yeah. Yep. No so, yeah. So, like, yeah. so, yeah. So, if I land just a normal, well, I mean, to do a heavy uh, windmill, you got to land a, a fierce or something. And, but yeah, just getting that, just doing a regular punish, punish counter, crouch fierce, windmill into that is like 67. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy, but yeah, I yeah, that's gonna hurt. Well, I was but. just thinking like comeback, comeback mechanic or comeback factor. Not not in the sense that we've seen with something like Marvel, but I mean, you you definitely have the the ability to do burst damage, and and oh, yeah. I think each each character has a different way. Like you said, Scott, like Kimberly has to mix you up with the can. Guile can do boom loops. Jamie can do the the reset into the command grab. Yeah, um, I I, I just has, don't think. Uh, her feng shui. Feng shui. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's like a comeback mechanic just because you have access, you pretty much have access to these tools even at round start. Right. Yeah. I think I think it's just something that yeah, they so, just have. Yeah. You're not getting they're not getting their they're not they're not they're not sitting there getting their asses kicked like in Street Fighter Five and also boom, we got V trigger. V trigger. Yeah. It's you know, not like it's, a K groove comeback yeah, mechanic. Yeah, I don't or, I it's not v, it's not yeah, a V trigger. I don't classify that. I don't class they have ways to come back, but I don't consider that a comeback mechanic. Right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. It's it's not a traditional comeback mechanic, right. but the ability to come back is there. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. You have your opportunity to art. come back yeah. for sure. You yeah. can get into your momentum swings. Even Absolutely. critical art though, too. Like it, it's that's probably the most like on the tin comeback factor, but you don't get sure. okay yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to steamroll no. the same way it's, that you would V trigger, right? Does right. It, yeah. So does you get anyone like one burst of damage does anyone get anything off their CA? Uh, Ken does anyone? if he like. The, the, there's a lot of character choices where you can you can give up damage on the CA. Like like in Ken's case, he can give up the cinematic and then get double DP afterwards in the corner, and then he gets Oki. 
but he gives up that damage, oh, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, gives yeah, up the full-on yeah. cinematic and the extra true. damage that it would give. Wait, so let me... So that's interesting. I didn't think about that. So if Ken does the non-cinematic and he's got a CA, do those non-cinematic hits do more damage as well? I believe they do, but you're not getting that, you know, that punch at the end where he punches them into the ground. You're missing that. Um, right, because I, 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 I assumed because I assumed that like the CA damage comes from those final cinematic hits. So I, I assume like maybe the, the first the DPs aren't actually doing any difference in damage. I think it's I'm a wondering. flat 15 applied to the entire mm. that entire attack. Yeah, they add that extra okay, attack okay, at the end. Okay. But... I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. So I was, that's that's interesting. And it also like it reduces the drive amount of drive damage you do as well, um, which is hugely yeah. important, I yeah. think, for, yeah. for supers. Because I, I know for... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Chun has that yeah. option where she can forego level three to do level two into level one and then get Oki afterwards. But you, you don't yeah, that's get nice. you know, the big damage. <laughs> It's still pretty good damage, though. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, the like, is enormous. Know, yeah, I know. I know. Jamie, when he gets his CA, it's doesn't get anything. He's he's super negative. Well, I mean, he's not. Ne- he's safe from anything, but I can't do anything. Like if I drink against anybody, they can punish me. That's like how little I got. So why don't we go ahead and move right into the? Like, we've already been talking a lot about the different characters, yeah. mainly Jamie on this on this this show. But are are there any <laughs> other characters that anybody wants to bring up about? Do you want to you want to talk about Kimberly at all, or <laughs> and how bad I think she is, and how bad Jeff probably thinks she is? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't have to say much. I mean, she she has a few really good tools, but they're they're limited in the sense that. You can't use them all the time in every situation like other characters can. Um, her her paint can mix-ups in the corner are really good, but you know you could usually guess two options to to shut all of them down completely. And John, I'm sure you probably know that. Mm-hmm. Um, she suffers due to um, a, a lack of good tools in the neutral. Her really only good neutral tool is um stand forward yeah and Sweep's uh pretty good too the sweep, the sweep good, is actually really good. i think she's got the best sweep she has a fast sweep but it's yeah. highly punishable how fast so how fast is it it's like eight frames or something i have to check my notes uh let's see so is our sweeps like universally damn near yeah it's, like eight, it's eight frames. frames oh okay yeah it's one frame faster than than oh. the other frames i think but um i mean you know as as with with most other things, it's it's pretty punishable. Um, it's less punishable than most sweeps, though. Most because it's got good like range. It's got good range. Yeah, it's it hits yeah. far. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you're you're talking about a a, a sweep. You know, it's yeah, it's not sure. a crouch forward that's cancelable. It's right. not something that you can cancel into a fireball to make it semi safe. It's she not something. It's tools. not it's not your main point of offense or anything. Right. Yeah, she doesn't right. yeah she she definitely doesn't have those tools you're not you're not you're not starting the party with it right and uh what's what's kind of discouraging is uh you know if you drive rush with guile or with rue and do overhead like you can you know even if they block it you know you you get like safe stuff afterward um you can't throw them out of it or anything like that and it's fast those moves are, are fairly fast Kimberly's overhead with with being able to drive rush into background house is extremely slow and you can throw her out of it even though it looks like she's airborne she's not airborne so she, you can just throw her out of it because if you mistime it um it looks like you're you're 
you're going to have to block it, but you can just mash throw and it's so, so it's so long that you can just throw her out of it. So she doesn't have that really good high low game that other characters have using drive rush on their wake up. Sure. I I agree. I think that Perry trivializes pretty much the majority of her mix-ups to the point yep. where she doesn't do anything that anybody else already can. Um, yep, I agree. Uh, we're we're running a little bit lower on time than I initially thought here. So uh, <laughs> any any other any other characters that people want to call out as as good or bad or ugly? Guile's good. Guile's Guile. Guile is still clearly the best. I mean, people were. <laughs> You know, I know, I know. Uh, Tragic was saying like no one's gonna do these loops, but we all know that's not gonna be true. They got and, done to me, dude. Yeah, I mean, I played Chris G. I didn't know it was Chris G at the time, but he did a pretty long loop on me. Yeah, yeah. I, I was it. watching yeah, the stream when he did it on you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. So and then and then we've seen it. You know, I know. Do Uncle Do was practicing them. Um, it's it's only a matter of time. Will they do that ninety eight percent one that he found? Eh, I don't know, but you know doing 70 80 percent or whatever and doing a 30 40 second combo while it's building insane meter it's still kind of it's overkill i don't i, I a lot of this i don't i don't i don't i don't want to i don't want to be in a 30 second combo in street fighter do you think they'll like nerf uh like multiple dragon rush not dragon rush uh, yeah that's drive rushes yeah, in, that's their thing too. I think I, I'm wondering what they're going to do because I think the the biggest problem with that is is it is it because he could do parry rushes in his combos or is it because he could do so many booms before he even has to boom loops before he even needs to use a parry rush, right? So like, how do you fix that? Do you cause slightly more? I think maybe the answer could be slightly more, more pushback, maybe not more recovery, but slightly more pushback to push them out, you know. Yeah. Or or yeah, it could be less active frame somewhere on like on like the knee or something. I mean, there's there's lots of avenues to take, but I think whether it's even if the even if the combo didn't do as much damage, it's still no one wants to be stuck in a 30 second combo. I should know. I play alpha three. No one wants to get stuck in a down <laughs> up light kick over and over again. I've never Infinite, seen that. Infinite or not, even even like even with crouch cancels that were infinite, no one wants to be stuck in a really long combo. This isn't Marvel. Yeah. No and the same thing happened in five too, right? Like they tried to nerf it and people just found a different set of loops to go to yeah, and started yeah, doing that. Yeah. And then they tried to nerf it again. And you know. and the difference here is that you have access to it the whole time. Yeah. Whereas five, yeah. you had to use V trigger. This one, the, the the gloves are off. You can use it yeah. whenever you want. And I, uh yeah. So yeah, I had I had trouble with guile. Um, I had trouble with with good guiles. Um, I had trouble with with jury more than jury. any character this time. Okay. Yeah, and mainly because like her her recovery on her fireball is like non-existent. It's the same thing. Yeah, because it's the same with guile. Like they could follow right behind the fireball, drive rush right behind it. Yeah. And it's just like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, and also she's she's got really good hit confirms into a knockdown that does a lot of damage, like mm -hmm. a, a simple a simple combo too. So yeah, Jerry's really I mean, powerful. Yeah, her her crutch forward I think is really good. Standing um, forward, standing two, forward two is hit really confirm. good. Yeah. yeah, and the the I think it's her jump fierce one where she kicks straight down. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, when they get yeah. you in the corner because yeah. they can do it and hit it right away, and it's kind of hard whether it's it's hard to tell whether or not it's gonna cross you up. 
really, even though there's no corner cross-ups, you can still walk out of it and get hit on the other side if you're walking forward on wake up. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, the, I had a lot of problems with that. Just people you, mixing, mixing me up with jury and then getting feng shui and just dude, going crazy. To add to what you just said with the feng shui, there was some guy I was playing and he would get me in a corner with a feng shui combo and then he would do something. I don't know if it was like a fuzzy guard, but he would come in with multiple jump attacks. He'd go up with a jump attack, come down with a jump attack. And it was really hard to defend. Yeah. I, I got, I ate it every time I was like, he got he he hit me with feng shui and it was a wrap every time because I couldn't block the mix. Yeah, I it feel like I've seen that with Chun Li somewhere with like a jump, medium kick, and then like a leg, air leg thing up on uh, just up and down over and over. Oh, he would do the super launch and do his delay like double fierce punch, and then he would jump again. It would look really weird, and it'd be a safe jump fierce. And I was yeah, like, "What is this?" Jump. Yeah, I'm like, "What is this?" I'm like, "This is dirty." <laughs> Yeah, Chun has some dirty stuff, and I definitely use that a lot during the beta. Yeah, let, let's talk about Chun. Let's talk about Chun. Yeah, what do you well, think? We're what almost do you think? out of time here, guys. So, flying. <laughs> oh, that That's actually true, though. We are running out of time, but yeah, I think Chun is really good. I think she possibly better than Guile, but I don't think so. Um, I think, I think, I think she's probably she's a contender. She's a contender. Yeah. I think. I think. I think. I think... I the think people her... that are playing her are not playing her correctly right now. The the think... other Chun-Li's I played during the We're beta, not... I, I was killing them, them mostly. Yeah, same here, them. same here, same here. You're easily the best Chun i played against so far. Easily. Oh, cool. Um, Luke Luke has been a surprise this yeah, time Luke's around. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he, he was, he's very, I think he's really scary. Um, all the Jamies I fought, other than Chris G, kind of beat me just because he's a better player than I am. Uh, but other than that, I never really lost any Jamie's. I don't think I lost any Kimberly's except for you, Jeff. I lost the Luke a lot because I didn't have any I did too. I didn't, in beta one. I didn't know where to punish. Like he, yeah, would, he yeah. would do he would do something that I thought was negative and then I would get counter hit right away. Right. And then uh jury's obviously really good. I had a lot of problems with her, just like you. Um Guile had a lot of problems with Ryu, not as many problems. It's just he hits really hard. Yeah, he just hits really hard, but like I feel like I feel like to be like Guile, Chun, and Jury are like the best with like Luke kind of being a black sheep in there somewhere. Um, but I think, but who's to say like when they release all the other characters, where do these characters land up? Who knows how bonkers these other characters are going to be in the meta? You know, for yeah, all I know, these could be these could be the worst characters. Yeah. <laughs> That we're using right now who knows right yeah capcom's like hey, give them give them the shit crew to start out with let's see what they do with these characters and then we'll really <laughs> yeah, let man. them see the good stuff later on yeah who knows i'm, I'm super guess. excited for that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh what like yeah just as to close it out in character discussion and then we'll get to the closing out the show in general but uh what what characters are you guys most excited for that they're going to add to the game oh marissa 100 yeah marissa. marissa's fucking dope Dude, I it's just like because you feel the weight of her hits, like that impact yes. on every hit. You're like the way the camera shakes and all that. You're feeling it. There's like super good weight behind. It. It's like uh, it's like play Juggernaut. Yeah, where it's just like oh my god, Abigail, like everything basically, but Abigail, right. <laughs> Abigail, yes, Abigail, but done right. Or playing like uh, Potemkin <laughs> or something, right? Yeah, it's just like oh man, even when she did the double. Uh, the step kick combo, like, oh man, that you just felt it, dude. I'm like, and she's she's just awesome looking. But uh I think JP looks really cool. 
I like how there's like minimal effort behind his move sets. And he's just like kind of just like being very casual in his fights there with his go. cane. He's just like, but like seeing all the bison, the the, the psycho power. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I'm most excited for JP as well. I think that the zoning archetype is really uh, uh, Puppet, it's really fascinating. Style. It's puppet style, but then it's also, he's a, he's a trap character too. There's traps. Yeah, that yeah, you can yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's going to be really difficult to navigate with what we know about the universal mechanics that we have here. So, mm-hmm. um, Cool. All right. Uh, so to close out the show here, then I'm going to go ahead and play uh, one last thing, another clip from, from Benny who couldn't make it today. Uh, and I think it's, uh, to be clear, this is the last, uh, show of the year. So we're kind of also reflecting on, you know, what are we on? 26 episodes of the absolute guard podcast. And yeah, 26 already. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and play his, uh, his message here real quick. I just want to say thank you to everyone that has been tuning into our podcast. We do truly appreciate your support. Uh, this is something that I wanted to get started. Uh, when I started listening to podcasts at work and when I decided I wanted to do this, the first person that came to mind was John. Uh, One, because he had brought up the idea of doing a podcast earlier, so I figured this was something that he wanted to do also. And then two, as I mentioned before on our show, he's the technical mastermind behind all of this. I know he had experience uh, running Ranbats and using OBS stream layouts and then doing his own personal thing with his his Twitch stream. So I figured he'd be a a great person to work with, uh, to work with on the the technical aspects of all this. So John, um, finally, I just wanted to say that I'm glad that we got this off the ground this year, uh, and I've enjoyed working with you immensely. Um, I think we make a great team. I mean, we listen to the feedback that we get, whether that's from Scott or anybody else. Uh, we bounce ideas off of each other. And I think we just have a great synergy um, as a tag team. So, I mean, so far, I'm, I mean, I'm proud of what we've accomplished up to this point. I'm looking forward to hosting more episodes with you through 20, 2023 and beyond. Uh, again, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been tuning in. And also thank you to everybody that's been a guest on our show. Thank you for taking the time to spend with us and to talk with us. I love hearing your origin stories. I love hearing about your experiences and I love about, I love hearing about your involvement in the community. Okay. I, I hadn't heard that until just now. So uh, thank you Benny, awesome. for, yeah, that was really Thanks, kind yeah. as cool. uh, some more, some more uh, background. Uh, I mentioned that I had been interested in doing a show, uh, not even a podcast. The podcast idea came from Benny but I had mentioned I was interested in doing a show mainly from because I was hearing stories from these two old guys uh, all the time <laughs> about the old days and whatnot. And so I was like, what if we do a talk show one of these days? And then Benny actually took that a step further and brought that brought the podcast idea forward. And, you know, it's it's one thing to have a bunch of like different technical skill sets, but it's another thing to have them funnel into something that you can actually make. And I think that's that's uh, where Benny basically, like, I, if I'm running wild with all these different ideas, Benny's the guy that keeps me on track and then and pulls it back and then focuses us on a very specific objective, which was to chronicle the history of the fighting game community. But then here we are now, like, also looking at the Street Fighter Six beta and then, um, you know, talking to a myriad of different people throughout our scene. Um, and Benny is also behind... Uh, the idea like behind getting everybody onto the show like i don't actually do any of the guest stuff he's the one who reaches out and says like this person would be interested to talk i'd be interested in talking to you and then he he's the one who sets all that stuff up and so we wouldn't have a show without benny we wouldn't have a show without you old guys and frankly i wouldn't be in the fighting game community if it wasn't for t dot and so like I get the opportunity to go and, and like talk to every single one of you guys and kind of, uh, as Benny would put it, give you guys your flowers. And, uh, I get, I get my own, like, you know, uh, 
retrospective therapy session at the same time and examining who I used to be and who I am now. So highly appreciative of that. <laughs> so, so what you're saying, John, is I have to blame T dot for you kicking my ass. <laughs> with it's all his fault. Thanks, dude. Way to go. T dot. You're the greatest bro. And it's your problem now. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, for for those who aren't familiar with T, we will be talking with him in, in the coming month here. Uh, to uh, and he'll, we'll get we'll get his backstory as both a founder of Spiral Series, but also just a figurehead of as a tournament organizer within Arizona and beyond. So, um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and call it here. We're at we're at time. So thanks everybody for tuning in, and we will talk to y'all later. See ya. Have a good night, guys.